Mm. Mm. The most infamous podcast in the world. Back to Mondays. You know what I'm saying? Our usual day. Back in the place to be. How long has it been since we recorded? On a Monday? Yeah, like usual. It's been probably like a month at least. Yeah. It's been a while. I was wondering. It feels a little off. Yeah, we've been hitting like Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Yeah. 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 This is kind of weird. It's, it's cool again. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we got to keep this going. Yeah. You know, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Here? Yeah, Logic dressed like he just uh, dropped an ill sermon. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, passing a plate around. <laughs> <laughs> hard bottoms in the house. Yeah, he came up in here in the hard bottoms. Like, oh, you had an interview, didn't you? <laughs> you know it. Yeah, trying to get that bag here. right. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get that. Gotta get that, man. You know, if you don't do it, no one else will, man. Right. You know. So, uh, you know, we here, man. You know, quiet day. Very much so. <laughs> Very much. The hood is quiet. Yeah, you can see cats is fixing cars out front. I'm hoping they move that thing so I can move up and uh, right. Trying to get rid of this joint. I need to take that spot for a second, but. Oh, okay. You know, just usual busy shit. Mm-hmm. People fixing things. Yeah, fixing things in the hood. Yeah. So, uh, you know, today, man. Today, we got a topic that's given to us by our fans. Uh huh. You know, we have a couple of those. A few of those. One or two. One or two. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. this is from. It looks like Roin Diggy Deroin. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's his Twitter name. It's his These Twitter, Twitter handles is, is yeah. crazy. Roin Dig. Shout out to my man Roin Dig. Roin Dig uh hit us with a topic about turntablism. And his question was, Whatever happened to turntablism in the DJs in mainstream popular music? Yeah. And that's a good question. Very much so. I'm surprised we never talked about it before. Yeah, because I mean, you know, you got DJs that ain't DJs. Yeah. Just claiming they DJs. Yeah. Khaled. We've talked about Khaled quite a bit. We've talked about Khaled. What does he do? You know what I mean? And maybe this discussion will explain what he does. Right. In like a backwards way. Right. We'll start from the the now and then we'll work back to what happened Uh that allowed the Khaleds of the world to become, you know, so famous. Yes, this is true. And uh, man, it's ill. It's like, uh, it's a lot. So we want to talk about, you know, what happened to turntablism in this episode. And, uh, you know, to all our DJs out there, you know, Keep carrying that torch. Yeah, this for you. This for y'all. And uh, we'll be right back. Right. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping a culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come close to. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. About to knock this joint out. Nine joints. <laughs> Nine reasons okay. why the DJ is gone. Yeah. He's out of here. Yeah. They pushed him out the paint. Never to be seen hatred. again. Hatred. What happened to my man Tanel? Hey man, it's, it's, it's the elements, man. Come on. So we got we down to three elements now. There's only three elements in hip hop. <laughs> the three element, the trifecta. Cause graffiti's still doing it. Yeah, this. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you know the beat boys. They got kind of pushed out the pain a little bit too. Yeah, it's it's very much its own entity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we got what nine reasons? Yeah. Why the DJ is no longer seen in mainstream culture. And this first one is like one that you have to be a little older to understand Mm -hmm. because if you look at hip hop right now, you won't even see it. But reason number one, as far as what happened to turntablism in mainstream culture is that there are no more groups with DJs in them. This is true. When we grew up, we grew up on Run DMC Mm -hmm. who had Jam Master J. We grew up on Gangstar. Yep. Who had DJ Premier. Premier? 
We had EPMD, yep. who had DJ Scratch. Yeah. We had Eric B and Rakim, who had Eric B. <laughs> right. We had Public uh, Enemy. Yeah, Grandmaster Flash. And a, and a you know who had Grandmaster Flash, yeah, Grandmaster Flash, and the Furious Five back in the day, like back in the day, way like when hip hop started, the DJ's name was first. Exactly, DJ's name was always first. That goes to show you just how this thing is flipped. Right, they went from being first to being a part of the group right. to now not being in the group at all. Right, you know, like look at even like Boogie Down Productions at Scott LaRock. Yeah, you know. Um, Shit, I'm just going through. I'm Public going through. Enemy, Terminator yeah, X. Yeah, Terminator X. Like, if you go back to all, pretty much, you had to have a DJ, J- Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah. I mean, even LL's DJ, everybody, even people knew LL's DJ. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? It's true. You know, and I feel like he might have had two different DJs. He had Cut Creator, Cut Creator. and, uh, was it Bobcat or something like that? He had another cat. It might have been Cut. later. Yeah, later, later on, I feel like he had a second DJ. So LL always had a fucking DJ. Yeah. And so, you know, we grew up at a time when a DJ was right there in the front because mm-hmm. the music was put before the rapping beat. right it was right, like yo right. this is rap music but you know the music and the dj decides how this thing goes because of the party element now i'm trying to struggle to think of any group um that's in the forefront where the dj is a part of the group there is none not today like not yeah. not mainstream wise yeah is there any mainstream i'm just i just don't I don't think I'm. I'm really going blank. There's. An, I don't. I mean, I can't name anyone's DJ. It feels like the last one who's who came through the door with that might have been like dilated peoples. Yeah, with Babu. With, with DJ Babu. Yeah. They might have been the last one to come through where the DJ was very important to their sound and style wow. and built on like the same archetype of those previous groups mm-hmm. that we mentioned. But now the DJ is no longer a part of the group. And I think what you see is that once you take the DJ out of the spotlight, once you take them out of the groups, Mm. once you take them out of the creative process, out of the performance process, you're pretty much guaranteeing that they're not going to be around very long at all. Oh, no. Because now, I mean, especially now, all people need is a fucking, you know, to play their track. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Especially with cats rapping over their vocals for the most part. Oh, yeah. You don't need like, a DJ. You don't that. need a DJ. You know, and even cats that do have DJs on tour, they have full bands. So the DJ really isn't the driving force anymore. It's true. Like, um, I want to think of the last guy. Like, I really respect how Kanye got uh, A-Track right. to be his DJ, even though he doesn't do routines to the level that a track would be doing you know and his house as he came up as a dj right. but it's dope that he kind of said you know what i could easily do like the the track and have any goofball back here press and play right right you know what i mean i'm gonna get a real certified dj yeah you know what i'm saying who's won dmc competitions yeah who has a name yeah before he could drink yeah. you know what i mean and uh that's dope but i don't really feel like i see a lot of people doing that no nah, there's i mean if they if they are we don't know about them you know what yeah. I'm saying? And if, they, and if they do have DJs, it's probably for tour purposes only. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They don't necessarily have a DJ. Yes. To create. To, to create be a part with. of it. Yeah. It's true. It's very true. And so, uh, you know, that's reason number one. Numero uno. Number two. What mm. happened to turntablism and why there's no more DJs in mainstream hip hop culture is turntablism found its own home because it kind of had to yeah like you got, if you think about the 2000s you know in that in that time there were still djs you know what i'm saying it was still you know integrated in the hip-hop world but that's when it started getting pushed out yeah. and the producer became the dj quote unquote yeah we'll get to that you know what i'm saying yeah yeah but, we'll get to that yeah. but that's but that's around the time when you know the dmcs became a yeah. lot more popular yep like then, late 90s early 2000s yeah, early 2000s you had like the cuberts of the world yeah you know um um, um, what's the group that Babu is in? Uh, the Beat Junkies. Beat Junkies. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You had those DJ crews that that was the shit that yeah. they did and they created their own lane. Yeah. And and you and the thing too, like even look at like a guy like a Mr. Dibbs who kind of was like right at the forefront of turntablism. Mm-hmm. You started seeing DJs who were creating albums that were made strictly with turntables. Right, right. Like right. they weren't like out there making quote unquote beats. They were making like co- turntable compositions mm-hmm. where they're flying in samples and scratching and things. It's just these super layered creations. And that, like you said, it was a reflection of the things that they were doing live because you started going from 
two turntable setups to four turntable setups. Right, so you got right. four guys cutting at once, creating something. And um, eventually, turntablism, just like almost every element of hip hop does, yep. if you look at it, every single element of hip hop found its own lane. Like we said before, in the in the beginning of hip hop, uh, the DJ was in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And then the MC would back up the DJ, yeah. rap a little bit, but it was the DJ's party. It was the DJ who was the draw. Rappers weren't a draw, right? The irony of that is so crazy. Right. Then eventually, rapping started to come up. Rappers found their own lane. Mm-hmm. Rapping became its own thing. It's like, I don't need a DJ to rap. Mm-hmm. There are people who come to see the rapper specifically, right? right? Look at like b-boy culture. B-boy culture was a function of hip hop where they were there just like the MCs, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time. Yeah. And then eventually b-boy culture kind of split off and became its own thing where it's not even about hip hop anymore. Right. It's B- about the dance. Yeah. B-boys will break to anything now. Yeah. I go to jams. Let me go to house jams and the b-boys will be there getting busy. Right. They'll get busy to whatever they think is funky mm-hmm. and they love hip hop too right but it's not it's not tied to the culture the way it was because you know it went off in on its own branch mm-hmm. but and when it got off on its own branch it became more technical right, right same thing that happened to turntablism before turntablism became its own thing it wasn't as nearly as technical as it is now no it was just scratching the beat in on time yeah you know what i'm saying quarter Going back notes, and forth, you know eighth notes yeah 16th notes maybe maybe triplets yeah you know what i mean <laughs> right. that, that's the max funkiness they was giving you <laughs> now you got crazy helicopter cuts and flares and yeah, all, all right. kind of crazy ass shit you do you know and hamster scratches and hamster switches and i mean it's super duper technical but none of that technicality happened until turntablism went its own way right because it had to it had to branch out it had to grow yeah had to become something more right you know than just backing something up because it was it was the forefront yeah you know what i'm saying it was back in the spotlight yep and so so the art of it just uh that pretty much ensured that okay you're gonna have uh and there's a movie the movie scratch that came out like years ago yeah mid 90s late yeah. 90s or something it's a documentary called scratch for those who haven't seen it and it talks about this it talks about the origin of dj culture and how when DJ saw Grandmaster DST scratch, that's what got them started. Mm-hmm. But then like the DMCs and the Scratch Pickles yeah. and, and those guys are who turned DJing into its own culture right. by creating a situation where they felt like they didn't have to back up a rapper to get on stage anymore. Right. Prior to that, you had to back up a rapper. If you weren't touring with a rapper, you couldn't make money. Yeah. You know, and, and during their time, they turned DJing DJs into recording artists. Yeah. Like yeah. that return of the DJ thing that came mm-hmm. out. So all of a sudden, turntablism found us all home. Yeah. All the guys that you would have seen in the forefront be like the Pete Rock and CL Smooths, mm-hmm. you know, be like the Jam Master Jays, you know, turn into the the uh the uh Terminator X's, those guys are still there. They just don't participate in rap anymore. Right, right, exactly. You know, they're they're way in the back. They're doing their own thing, and a lot of them are have great lucrative careers without being attached to recording artists in hip hop. And some of them get attached to recording artists because they have their own careers. Yes. So they, you know, you get like a um, uh, Black Alicious DJ uh, Chief IXL. Yep. Um, yeah, like they they were a group. You know, but IXL has his own. He can go on tour by himself. Yes. You know, saying he don't he doesn't need um, Gift the Gap necessarily. You know, so it's a lot of these artists now, a lot of these DJs that you call artists because they do have their own thing. They have their own lane. It's very true. I mean, look at like a, a, a DJ shadow. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking groundbreaking. Yeah. You know, groundbreaking record. Yeah. And it would not have existed had DJs not branched off and found her own thing right. dj shadow would have been just a backup dj to whoever the dopest rapper right was in his area right instead because turntablism and production and all the, the innovation that they had started coming up mm-hmm. all of a sudden the dj shadows don't need to put out records with rappers anymore right and he created his own lane and ever since then so many people have followed that lane and, and like turntablism is its own fucking tree now yeah straight up you know they might play rap records they might not maybe yeah maybe yeah they play whatever they think is funky it's and rare. uh you know that's cool too yeah so that's reason number two numero dos okay reason number three which we kind of alluded to mm-hmm. in the previous the reason number three that turntablism is no more a part of hip-hop or in or at least mainstream hip hop is because beat makers have replaced 
the DJs. Yes. Because most of the beat makers back in the day, they had turntables. Most of the beat makers were the, were the DJ. The producers were the DJ. Yes. They were the record they collectors. They were the record collectors. So they could, they had the samples. They had, you know, the SP12. You know yep. what I'm saying? And and then moved to the MPC. But they were the ones that created the sounds. Now, with, you know, with everything that moving into just having the MPC and not necessarily having to, you know, collect records like that. You know, they took samples and everything, but everybody that made beats wasn't a DJ. Yes. You know, you, you might have been able to jig a jig here and there, but you was not a DJ. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we're at the thing where it's like, now beat makers start out beat makers and become DJs later. Because they have to, out of necessity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like that whole lane, like the same way we talked about how turntablism found its own lane and it got more technical and it became its own almost like a genre mm -hmm. that didn't need the rapper or quote unquote hip hop the same thing happened to beat making yes. so now beat making has its own lane where you don't need the rapper you don't need the turntables you don't need the scratches but it's the same guys right. because the, the same fundamentals are at play you're looking for records you're looking for samples mm -hmm. you want to make music that moves the crowd right that's the same thing that uh, uh, that makes someone turn into a DJ. Mm -hmm. So, man, I want to make some funky shit. I want to move the crowd. I want to make something that makes people get up or, or, or feel a certain kind of way. You don't necessarily have to play someone else's record to do that anymore. No. Nope. Which was the biggest thing before. DJs used to only be able to do that or achieve that playing whatever the hottest record uh, was at the time. Right. Now they're not chained to that no more. No, nope, they're playing their own shit. Play their own shit. They get paid. They don't need anybody else to tour. They don't need nobody to rap. They don't need a host. They don't need none of that. They just say, you know what? I can produce my own records now. Mm -hmm. I can play my own records now because I don't have a DJ. And so this, this is another thing. It takes the DJ out of prominence, though, in right. hip-hop culture. Yeah, it moves the producer into that space right. a little more. Right, because know? when we were coming up, when we were younger, like, the DJs slash producers were the biggest names. You yeah. still had to be, like we're saying, like a premiere, mm -hmm. like a, 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 a Jam Master J. Yeah. Now that's switched to the Timberlands, the, the mm -hmm. Neptunes, yeah. those kind of guys who don't even DJ. They're just producers. Yeah. But when you when you look at these guys, they all have, you know, the same knowledge of records. Right. Right. Yeah. That the DJs had, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would put like a a, 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 a DJ premieres knowledge up against the dopest uh, old school record collector. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like he knows his shit and uh, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, like all those P. guys. Rock, all those dudes. Same same fundamentals are at play, yeah. and I think that's why we're seeing a decline in a number of DJs in mainstream hip hop. I do think it's just being replaced on that one. I wouldn't take that one to be like this is DJs are dead. I think it's just they've transformed a little bit. Yeah, I think they. I mean, I think they completely transformed into. You know, because beat makers now, like the Metro Boomins and, you know, the cats that are young, most of them don't even know how to fuck. They know how to work a table, turntable to, to listen to samples. Yeah. Other than that, they don't fuck with, they don't have no techniques at the crib, really. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They got a little, you know, USB turntable. Yeah. <laughs> so and they can play their samples. And a lot of them don't even have records. Right. A lot of them sample off look, other shit. Yeah. When you look at the whole digital digging thing, a lot of guys are not even spending the time to look for records anymore right or they to, just go to youtube yeah go to youtube and find some shit they like or, or, or go to like you know who sampled and look mm -hmm. up artists there and then backtrack and then download an album and listen to that the game has changed but you know the dj it appears that the dj is gone for that one but i think i think that just beat makers have replaced it but the dj's they're still there they're still there just, in, it in looks a sense yeah it looks different yes it's a different look you know so that's number three yes sir all right we'll take a break where Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. 
That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. What do we do? Super duty. Man, we're the best. Super duty, tough work. Yeah, man, on our hip hop kick. Yeah, talking about the one of the elements. Yeah, you know, kind of lost the element. Five elements, son. You know what I'm saying, son. Yeah, you know I mean, Cast used to be Gestapo over that. Five, oh man, the elements shit. was the elements <laughs> was the shit. Like, and the thing is, back in the day, at every jam. All the elements were going on yeah. simultaneously. Except graffiti. Except I unless mean, it was outdoors. Unless it was outdoors. Yeah. 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 At, at all the jams. I mean, and even sometimes it might have been like on the roof. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or cats outside the building, you know, painting up the building. You yeah. know what I mean? But all the elements usually are presents, you know. Cats yeah. go and they get the got their black books in the corner. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? That's the beauty of the, the whole scribble jam model, man. Yeah, always. The elements. Yes, we don't we don't we don't be but we don't mess with a lot of topics like this about the elements. Nah, we don't. But this is fun. Yeah. You know, yes, lots sir. of memories. Lots of memories. So we already got three down. Yes, sir. We got like six more to go. Right. And so this is number four. The number four reason or explanation as to what happened to turntables in mainstream culture is that the OG artists don't prioritize it this is true artists who have come from that cloth mm-hmm. technically are the only artists that i expect right to carry that torch right i don't expect any younger artists who didn't come up with music being created that way and hasn't seen what we saw mm-hmm. to ever do that right i do have a higher expectation of the older artists who came up at that time to not be lazy mm-hmm. you know and to, and to to give it up to the dj get a dj a slot get a dj some time on it you know have a couple scratches on your record right just just a couple cuts yeah you ain't got to do it all the time you ain't got to be dj premiere with it but i think it's okay and i think guys like us also can't forget it in terms of the performance aspect of it because we have been blessed fortunate to see an era of performances with turntables that the younger kids have never seen. And because we've seen shows go like that, we're like some last samurai shit now. Mm -hmm. Like when you can do a dope show with two turntables now, you are standing out. Yeah. You know, and this, it it, it harkens back to a conversation that uh, I've had with with RJ, I think a couple times about how like when he first started doing shows, there were many guys doing shows with, two turntables four turntables mm-hmm. with him he had a lot of peers but as the years have gone by right and the midi control and the technology taking on he's like the last guy yeah he's one of the last dudes yeah mm-hmm. pulling 45s out playing his music doing four just really doing it to where people can see it mm-hmm. or like it's it's really tactile right you know it's not like it's tangible yeah he's moving his arm i'm hearing a sound <laughs> he's doing something right right now it's like it doesn't have that same connection and so now 
without even having to change his stage show, mm-hmm. he's gotten more and more unique every year. Yeah. Every year he looks more and more original. Right. By doing just the OG shit. Yeah. And so I think I think the point I, I liked for especially the older artists, like when you go back and you look at all these things, like think about just that feeling of having that DJ there. I know what it is. That's why I always have a DJ. Mm-hmm. That's why I know when me and Groove go and tour, there's gonna be people who say, Yo, y'all got turntables. Right. Every night. Every night. Somebody's yeah. shocked by it. Mm. And uh, I think that's because the, the mystique of it now is so much more than it had in 2002, 97. Because it was regular. It was regular. I mean, you go to a show back then, all the DJs had their own set of turntables. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch my tables, dog. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Nobody can use my tables. You know what I mean? I mean, I remember touring with um, ID and Abilities. Yeah. And Abilities... Ne- he always had his own setup. Oh yeah, never you could never touch abilities tables. Like yeah, yep. if y'all didn't have tables, you just what you couldn't rock. Yeah, you're not playing on you're ours. You're not playing on ours. It's not happening. It's not going down yeah. that way. And I'm not DJing for you. Nope, straight up. <laughs> not nah, you better get a CD or something. <laughs> yep, you know it's true, man. But I, I think if if we could go back to even the artists who are, I mean, we've seen it a little bit. A little bit, but I don't. I think it can go a little further. I don't think we need to be on some, you know, uh, Peter Piper, like you know, making whole songs that are yeah, scratching. Oh yeah. But yeah. I do think that older artists can incorporate that element more as a really simple way to invoke. You know, what I'm saying the spirit of why people fuck with us in the first place. Yeah, I mean, Aesop always has a DJ. Yep. Um, Slug and Ant go out. You yeah. know, when Slug doesn't have the band. Yeah. I mean, lately it's only been him and Ant mainly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, run the jewels always got a dj yep. you know what i'm saying so a lot of the cats that are moving into prominence or that are in prominence now that's been in prominence they still yeah. stick to that mom and a real dj and a real dj they have someone who scratches and cuts yeah. and you can they tell give them a break doing, yeah it's not just press play right and i'll rap i'll i'll take it from here right it's an interactive routine yeah you know uh, but yeah, that's that's number four. The OGs. The OGs. We need y'all to step that shit up. Word. So number five mm. reason mm. that there are no more turntables in mainstream culture. This is a good one. Is because the next generation is not being taught. We don't pass it down. It's on our hands. Man. If you a DJ, because I'm not a DJ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my kids, like my oldest son, he wants to rap. So that's. I'm I'm a rapper. Bars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but if you a DJ yeah. and one of your kids ain't fucked with the tables at all, yeah, you slipping. You slipping. You slipping. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's something that they don't want to do necessarily, yeah, but as yeah. they're coming up, they should always be down in there exposed exposed to it. to it. I agree. Always. I agree. Like we we can't and you know this is like those conversations you see the old school cats have and they say oh man these younger kids they don't appreciate the real hip hop right. see I came from the real this the real <laughs> you know what I'm saying we ain't on that shit this the real and after a while everybody gets like annoyed with people who talk like that but to me the question should always come back to okay if this is a real and true element that you want to see continue what have you done to further it? Right. Well, like, do your nephews fuck with records? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have kids, do your nephews, do your sister's kids come over yeah. and you show them, you know, yeah. what a technique is? How often are you spinning out? How often are you allowing people to even see this gear? Right. Because just going to a party that has turntables set up is different. It's a different vibe than one that just has a guy with a laptop. Yeah. When you walk in, you see that guy on a turn, all of a sudden people are watching him. Mm-hmm. All the, it's, it's more of a show. Mm-hmm. And so I say to these guys, like, what are you doing to further uh, the education about turntables yeah. and, and this thing that's so important to you? And if we don't push it, if we don't put it to the forefront, if we don't put it on stage, if we don't put it on YouTube, if we don't let people know that this is an element that we like to see stay around, then the question becomes, well, shit, man, like, whose job is it then? Yeah, we can't complain if we're not teaching it to the next generation because we ain't going to be around forever. So somebody got to learn how to spin. Somebody else got to learn how to DJ. Somebody else got to learn what needles to get. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) You know, somebody got to learn about the cartridges and all that extra shit, you know? Yeah, it's on us, man, because the youth, they're not, we got to stop assuming that they just supposed to know. Right. They should know. They know what it is. They they seen it. Why did they just, you know, this ain't the real shit. Well, nah, man. They can't know what it is. How are they supposed to know? They can't know. The only reason that my 12-year-old son knows what a turntable is is because I have one in the house. 
and I've showed him and had him put records on for me so he knows how to work it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I'm, I ain't no DJ, but he knows how to work a turntable. Yep. He knows how to put the needle down slowly so he don't fuck up my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Lesson number one. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows how to find the, the big groove at the beginning of the song. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've taught him at least that much so he knows what records are. They see all my records. They know what 45s are. They know the differences. You know what I mean? And I ain't no DJ. You know, but I'm still trying to at least instill that part of the musical acumen that I have into my kids. Yeah. And if they want to learn more, you've at least set the table Mm -hmm. to where they can dive in more. If they are curious, you know what, Dad, I want to learn more about this. I want to learn more about records. I want to. So is this how such and such does that on stage? Yes, son. Yeah. Man, I want to learn more about that. Okay, cool. Now you can find ways for them to explore. Yeah. Why does his turntable look different than the one we got at home? What kind of, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, the OGs gotta teach the next generation man yeah it's our responsibility yep so that's number five number five okay number six reason (sighs) about what happened (sighs) to turntables and mainstream culture this is a heavy one right Mm. this one is because we might need a drum roll for this one man (laughs) the business got in the way Mm. the business got in the way the dough in the back yep I don't know if they heard you. Is this on? I don't know if they heard you. I don't know. The business got in the way. (laughs) Look, that bag. You heard it. You heard it on 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 Gangstar Records. Yo, motherfuckers calling me this that. Saying you scrambled with this name for a hook. Stop calling this this that. Stop stop calling my phone. Trying to sue me over who I scratched and cut. Hey, look. The business of this shit has made it to where sampling in general is expensive super expensive like like the average motherfucker doesn't want to sample because they're so afraid of getting hit with a lawsuit yeah. even if they're not making that much money so so this you this is why you hear so many synthesizer beats now yeah it's not because motherfuckers don't want to sample or they ran out of funky shit yeah it's a gang of funky shit out there that has never been touched and there's new funky shit being made by other bands and other groups <sighs> every day every new day. funky shit dropping all day that we could sample and rap over but you can't do that if you're afraid of being sued. Yeah. And it's a legitimate fear. Yes. <laughs> it's a very legitimate yes. fear. People are getting sued. Like people are hired to listen to music just to find if their shit got uh, sampled. That's their job. Yes. To fucking catch you, get you caught. Get Sample you caught lawyers. Sample police. They're man. out there, man. And let's not forget that the internet has been set up in a way to where you have entire sites dedicated to pointing out things that people have sampled. Mm. And where do you think these labels who own these catalogs mm. go to find out who to sue? Mm. They go to whosampled.com mm-hmm. where you're discussing that and putting this record on blast. They're using it as all oh, you're doing their work for them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So scratching is no different than sampling. No, nope. it's just a different technique, but sampling itself is under fire because the business got in the way yeah man guys are getting sued for any kind of sample and djing and scratching is no different so if someone's thinking yo man why do i want to be risking scratching and cutting on this record if it's going to cost me more right then i'm gonna make yeah off the record itself that then fuck having a dj if it's going to open me up to lawsuits and now we see this uh, another reason why cats are not sampling why cats are not scratching on their records because people are afraid to get sued and another way that the business gets in the way is because djs ain't the prominent name no more yep you know what i'm saying so it's like cats don't want to grow up to be djs they want to grow up to be the rapper no one no one is trying to be grandmaster flash anymore no one's trying to be premiere anymore everybody want to be drake Everybody yeah. want to be Kendrick. There's nobody that wants to be like Terminator X. No. You know what I'm saying? Because back in the day, you saw the DJ, and that's because that looked the most fun. Yep. You got to move your hands. You got to pick the records. You was driving the music. That was the prominent thing. Now, the rapping is the prominence. I mean, even the production is the prominence. So they don't see the DJing as part of that it's anymore. True. You it's know what true. I'm saying? It's not prominent, and it's not seen as something that makes money yeah. in the industry anymore. Yeah. And to add on to that, I would also add that the business gets in the way of actually 
putting a DJ in a group. Yep. Like back in the day, DJs were in groups and they had significant contributions to to the creative part right. of making music. Mm-hmm. And not now DJs are only brought in when it's time to perform. Yeah. They you don't talk to the DJ when you're constructing your record saying, hey, what do you think this is gonna do? How do you th- what do you think about the crowd on this part of the song or that part of the record? They don't talk to the DJs at all yeah, until yeah. the record is done mix mastered packaged and out mm-hmm. then it's time to tour and it's like okay let me call a dj yeah let me get this dj to to help me put on a good live show the problem is that because the economics don't work right for keeping someone in a group if you're not using them to actually create art yeah. now you have less djs in the groups mm-hmm. now you got less less dj creative input yeah. to the music yeah you know and so guys figure like fuck it i'm not going to keep this dj in here just to you know Keep paying him. Yeah, to paying keep paying him. him. Yeah, where I can just pay him a percentage or, or a fixed thing every night. I don't have to include him into the 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 pool that this record is going to make. I can just include him into the the live performance part of it right. and save money. Yeah. So the, the business got in the way, bro. Yeah, man. So we'll take a break. Word. What's up, everybody? Blueprint here to remind you about the screenings that I have for my film King No Crown coming up this month. On October 10th, 2017, we are screening the movie in Lake Park, Florida at the Kelsey Theater. This is a free screening. On October 12th, 2017, we're screening the film in Jacksonville, Florida at the Sunray Cinema. On October 13th, we're screening the film in Orlando, Florida at Cole. On October 15th, we're screening the film in Pinellas Park, Florida at the Terra Nova Club. On October 18th, we're screening the film in New Orleans, Louisiana at Zeitgeist. And on November 1st, we will be back in Columbus, the hometown, doing our first official, official screening there. The date of that is November 1st, and that is at the Wexner Center for the Arts in Columbus, Ohio. I will be in attendance at all of these screenings. I will be doing a Q&A after all of them, so please stop by and say what up and come uh, check out the film. And I hope to see you guys out. Back to the show. Get at my accountant, man. It's time to do these damn... Uh, I'll get your taxes right. Yeah. October 15th, bro. That's that, that's that, uh, that's that two weeks. Own your own business deadline. <laughs> It's the entrepreneurial. Yeah, dead. That's that drop dead date. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm earlier than usual. I usually be coming in their office on the 14th. Like, yo, mm-hmm. let's get this knocked out. Yeah. Hit her up on the 13th. Meet on the 14th. Get it in. Yeah, I'm glad I hit her up too. She's like, yo, I will be out of the office until next Tuesday. All right. Cool. Word. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. All right. We back, man. Back in the place. Talking about the four of them things, man. Word. The, Talking about the DJ. Yeah. The man. Yeah. The man behind the wheels of steel. What happened to your mans? Hey, man. I still know I still know a bunch. Yeah, I know mad DJs. Mad DJs. You know, that still be that be doing their thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all my DJs, man. You know, it's hard to make money as a DJ now. It is. It is. You know, it's very hard, man. It is. Very hard. Uh, club owners, boy, they be trying to stroke DJs. <sighs> Mm. It's ugly. It's mm. ugly out there. So enough respect to all the DJs still getting paid for your craft. Word. You know. And uh this episode, man, we talking about what happened. Yeah. So we did six already. Yeah. We got three more joints left. Yes, sir. Okay. Number seven. Reason why DJs and turntablism is not seen in mainstream culture is because being a DJ, which we mentioned earlier, has lost its prominence mm-hmm. who are the popular djs i'll I'm, wait <laughs> silence right? right the only one i can think of is Khaled, right and he's not even a dj see, really see and this creates a, a, a situation where now people thinking how do i why would i be a dj when he isn't even technically a dj he just shouts over stuff and says his name a lot and is affiliated with all this stuff right Khaled don't even produce does he no no, we've had this. Yeah, what does Khaled do? I still discussion? don't know. I still don't know. I I try to he figure. He buys it out. beats off of other people. He's an executive producer, I think. Ah, meaning he executive just, DJ. Yeah, yeah. That's a he's, new occupation. He's an executive DJ. Yes, yeah, an executive DJ. DJ by proxy only. <laughs> 
he does not DJ for real. You know, I have yet to heard him jigga jigga a record in recent years. So, you know, I bet it's uh, as DJs have fallen out of groups, as the OGs haven't prioritized it, as the next generation hasn't been taught, as, you know, uh, turntablism found us on home. The end result is that being a DJ is not as prestigious as it once was nowhere near yeah once upon a time you you, you could find people to carry your records <sighs> yeah people would 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 kiss your ass just to be able to watch you dj to learn yeah because people would carry your records so they could get into the jam for free yeah you know what i'm saying and then they would help you like yeah, even hang out in the booth hang out in the booth and w- pass learn. your records yeah. you know what i'm saying learn watch you know give you suggestions on what to spend you know yeah. what i mean all, all that shit and dj's got groupies too let's not yes, forget yes let's yes. not forget like a dj who knows how to kill a party he can bag a fine woman. Yes. Anytime. Multiples. You know, but that's not the mainstream image of DJing anymore. Yeah. The mainstream image of DJing, whether we like it or not, is DJ Khaled. Right. And, and unfortunately, also, the mainstream image of DJ is not even hip hop related anymore. It's true. They look at Steve EDM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, EDM is more more relatable to DJs these days than hip hop is. Yes. And, and what's the, the dominant uh, visual there? Mm-hmm. A laptop. Yep. That's it laptop or um, or a controller yeah and a charismatic dude right either playing someone else's stuff or playing his own stuff that's a dj now Mm -hmm. it's totally changed and i think like you're saying if you're not inside of the 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 edm space yeah being a dj is not that great right like you're like the highest earners touring are those edm djs yeah they are caking oh caking up with just playing pre-recorded sets yes. you know what I'm saying they're not taking that many risks on stage as the guys before them took right. but it's all it's simple now to them and uh all the end result is that cats are not waking up like yo i want to be a dj i want to be a hip-hop dj right like nah why nah, would i do that nah bro i'd rather spend the time making beats or rapping right and yeah. i can get twice as far yeah twice as far twice as fast <laughs> it's not as much of a learning curve half the work yeah half the work because <laughs> learning how to scratch and that timing and all that shit oh, yeah. i've tried it yeah. I, I just don't have the coordination. It's probably because I didn't practice it. It's physical. You know what I'm saying? But it's some real physical shit. Like cats do it so much to where it's muscle memory to where, you know, how an eighth note is cut, how a 16th note is cut, you know, hamster scratching, all that shit, the finger speed, all that shit is fucking, that's, I, I don't see how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a shame that like people don't even, if people, if more people saw it, they would be like, holy shit, this is the shit. Oh Yeah. You know, but it's just in mainstream culture it ain't there. I mean, you can go and everything we're saying is prefaced by, hey, this is about mainstream culture. Right. Because I do believe you can go to any underground rap show and see all of this. Oh, yeah. All of it. All, all the time. It. Yes. All the time. But Regularly. When, yeah, yeah. But once you get outside of the underground rap lane, you're not going to see any hip hop DJ culture in the forefront. No. At all. Like you won't. You'll go to shows. They won't even have DJs playing in between acts. No. They won't have DJs playing while people walk in before the first act. Oh, just music from the PA system. From the PA. And the sound man chooses to play whatever shitty band he wants to play at a a rap show. And it's it's at that point because the DJ has fallen from prominence. Fallen from grace. Yeah, so that's number seven. Now, number eight. Mm. We've alluded to this. Alluded. (laughs) Now we got to dive in. Mm. The number eight reason why DJs and turntablism are no longer in mainstream rap culture is because of technology. Mm. Tech motherfucking knowledge, man. Yeah, it's taking the place. <sighs> Look, everything that being a DJ used to be has been challenged and or replaced right. by smaller, cheaper, more portable versions of turntables. Yes. I own midi turntables yeah i have time too yeah we use them just to practice yeah you know and if some if our turntables ever die we can't use them on the road we'll use them to rock the show with Mm -hmm. but they cost what 150 dollars maybe maybe mine cost 99 bucks yeah so like and i bought mine when it first came out so it's probably the same as yours now probably cheaper yeah but what we're saying is that like what being a dj was the entire technology of it has shifted yeah and it's not even necessarily close to what the technology was before. Oh no. It's so different now because now it's about like playing clips, playing loops, playing it's not about like this this the turntable has not been 
that's almost being phased out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so now what happens to technology when the technology changes that DJs were most associated with or most appreciated with for using all of a sudden the appreciation for DJs changes. The people don't want to be DJs anymore. And what people think is a DJ is now what we're saying. MIDI controllers, laptops. And that's it. And one guy on stage, not even actually performing or touching that gear he can be you know crowd surfing while right. the records are playing while the records are playing making out with chicks stage diving playlist playing yeah just hitting his playlist and all the changes are happening he's not doing anything like mashup culture and all of that shit basically kind of proved this like mm-hmm. the acts like the girl talk who would just make these amazing you know uh uh compositions were just like hundreds of records coming together they make yeah. a mix they put in the work before they even got to the jam right and when they get to the jam they just hit pr- play yeah and then they just sit there and go crazy with the crowd yeah i've seen i've seen joints where cats are doing shit from their phones yeah. like sitting away from not even in the dj booth necessarily just yeah. controlling the shit from their phones you know because they can socialize and yeah. you know like they probably not even doing they probably on twitter and shit yeah like, probably probably you yeah, know faking it you yeah, know what i'm saying killing this jam yeah, right killing now it, you know look at me going in twitter update <laughs> not even <laughs> pretending to be touching any technology and, and so it's changed man like as it and so i mean we have a situation now where the guys who came up a lot of guys who were the illest turntablists some of them have adopted some new technology into their shit well serato was the main yeah, adaptation that's, that's, that's why you don't see cats carrying records no more because right. they have a terabyte worth of music on yeah. their laptop yeah you know thousands and you know hundreds of thousands of songs to where before they had to you know pick and choose yeah you know what they wanted to play that night because before it even got there three four records record crates are heavy as fuck yes and if ain't nobody there to carry it that's a lot of work <laughs> you know plus the turntables turntables are heavy as hell yeah you know so that's the main technology that you see that has replaced just the record crates yeah. but then you go into the midi controllers and all the extra yeah. shit and it's cheap yeah it's cheaper you can get a midi controller for 50 bucks 100 yeah. bucks and yeah. you can be in the game and so what does that mean for the guys who are carrying a torch with the with the full-size technique 1200s and you're saying the mixer and, and the crates and it means they got to update a little bit yeah they got to they got to change their technology keep using the turntables but embrace the new shit that's coming at you too because there's going to be tricks and, and trades and things that that you can do now that make your job so much easier oh yeah and you can still use the turntables like we're saying serato you can still use the turntables you can just freak it a little more now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you got a little more, got a little more leeway. Exactly. You know what I'm the, the, it's oh, the open the floodgates. Like to the DJs, like like Manny, for example. Yeah. You know, if you ever watch DJ Manuel's videos, uh, shout out to Manny out in Cali. But um, like the shit that he does with the tables, along with Serato, with yeah. that mixer that he got that has the um, you know, the triggering buttons yeah. and all that shit. Like the shit that he comes up with as a DJ because he started from the ground up, from the foundation of just having the records in the. Table you know now that he has that technology the shit that he's able to create is fucking amazing yes it's fucking amazing yep and that's a perfect example of of why it's great to have both worlds right because like the guy who just comes up and just has the midi controller has no idea of all the tools and tricks and stuff that the turntable is has in his bag. Right. right. And the turntable is who has those in his bag and adopts some of the technology is going to be hard to stop. He's mm. going to be a beast beast. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's why we need to get the older guys to like get aboard some of the new technology experiment mm. show, because when these two, uh, 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 bodies of knowledge come together. Mm. You can do some funky, funky shit. Some wild shit. <laughs> so, really dope. So that's number eight. Yeah. Technology. And then we got one more left. One more. Man. And this is a big one. Yeah. Mm. Man, this makes me a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to turntablism? Reason number nine. Mm. It's easy to fake it. Mm. It hurts me to say that. Yeah, just like we said, Kaz, he he acting like he, he uh, working it from his phone, but he on Twitter, or Facebook, yeah, he on Snapchat. <laughs> it's so goddamn easy to fake being a DJ that the guys who are faking it are moving to the top, are moving to the forefront, and the guys who are more technical, 
more experienced, more, 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 you know what I'm saying? They are being left behind. Yes. Like with the advent of all this technology, you can make it look like you're doing some shit that you ain't doing. Some shit that you did at your crib that took yeah. you probably hours to come up with. Yeah. You know, not saying the shit that you're, you're playing isn't dope, yep. but you're not doing it live. You're mm-hmm. faking the funk like a motherfucker. Yep. And, and that live element is what made DJing so dope to watch right. it's like this high wire act where you're watching a guy with no headphones on cue up records to the exact spot they need to be and you're wondering how the hell did he get that there multiple times to juggle this thing without even checking his headphones right how many times has he practiced this to where he knows exactly where that record needs to be right without even looking at it mm-hmm. without even listening to it it's amazing to me but then you got these guys who walk in and they can fake that whole fucking thing so convincingly. So There's sad. pictures of DJs out there, and I know you've seen them like years back where like guys would say they were DJing and they would post a picture where they didn't even have their outputs plugged in. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I mean? The power cable wasn't connected to the mixer. Yeah. And you're like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. How how are you claiming to be a DJ? You don't even have audio connected to your mixer. Right. You don't even have yeah. Come no on. power coming no to the power joints. to the mixer you ain't even trying man right, you could have right. plugged everything in at least make it look look, look <sighs> authentic so people see this shit and they think oh this is some bullshit anyway right why the fuck would i want to do this anybody can do this or if they do do it they do it strictly to exploit the gullibility of the fans yeah because most of the fans especially these days ain't paying no attention to that shit no. because what a dj is considered today is somebody with a midi controller and a, and a laptop not yep. necessarily turntables yeah you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people see a DJ as something completely different than it was when we were young and coming up. It's true, man. So, you know, the fake it to make it dudes have fucked it up. Fucked up the game. For everybody. And and this is why you see, especially in hip hop, you don't see DJs in the forefront no more, man. Wow. You really don't, you know. But, I mean, there's somewhere that just ain't in hip hop. Yeah. You know, so that's that's it. That's it. So let me read them back. Work. What happened to Turntable is reason number one. No more groups with DJs in them. Mm. Reason number two, turntablism found its own home. Reason number three, beat makers replaced the DJs. Reason number four, OG artists don't prioritize it. Reason number five, the next generation aren't being taught. Reason number six, the business got in the way. Reason number seven, being a DJ lost his prominence. Reason number eight, technology. And reason number nine, it's too easy to fake it. Man, man, man. Word. <laughs> Word. The realness, man. The realness. The, the, the realness. Yeah, shout out to our guy for sending us that topic. That was a dope one. Yeah, and, good. Uh, good. You know, thanks to everybody for listening. You know, uh, shit, this is, what's this, the beginning of October? Yes, sir. Oh, man. October so, 3rd. Today. Yeah. So I'll be in Florida later next week doing some screenings. Then I'll be in New Orleans. Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Oscar me show. Get my Oscar show on, you know. And, uh, you know, I hope to see you all out and about, man. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. All right. Peace. Peace. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. Huh?